Welcome to our Forever Young Podcast, where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young, because you're never too old to become younger. My name is Christiana Eggy. And my name is Sherry Marie Chu. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, should a cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place the mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. For anyone who travels by air, we have heard this announcement time and time again. But how many of us really take it to heart and really truly think about it? Today, we are going to talk about self-care. Caring for self means something different to everyone. Sherry, what does self-care mean to you? Well, first, I love hearing that announcement from a flight attendant because it means I'm traveling. And I mean, after living through COVID for so long, that first flight will sound amazing and feel amazing to hear like someone tell me to place that uh, oxygen mask over my nose and mouth first before assisting others. So self-care to me, well, I, it sounds a little bit crazy and maybe even superfluous to some people, but truly I live with self-care daily. I mean, I really think about every day how I can work in some me time in each of my days. And I actually truly schedule it. So whether it's just a longer morning walk or working out, or having some quiet time to read, or even having a meal with a friend again. All of these things are, I consider to be self-care. And I work something like one of those things into every single day. And I truly feel like I need it to help me feel good because if I'm not feeling good, I'm not treating other people as well as I should be. So what about you, Christiana? Well, we all need it. But as much as I've heard that announcement, I'm one of those people who put others first, especially mm-hmm. my family. Of course. And my family is expansive and <laughs> includes my work family. You know, when you have these seniors whose health can be very unpredictable, relying on you or the workers needing your attention or advice from time to time, it's really hard you know, to put yourself first. Like I've been on call for 22 years, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It's not, I don't find it stressful, but I find that I've lost myself in that, you know, so it's work. Even when I, I mean, I've been on vacations, don't get me wrong. I've been international and I'm getting a call you know, just for something as simple as a a shift change. And I go, please call someone local. Like I'm (laughs) on the top of a mountain and, you know, so that type of thing. But so when I hear put your own oxygen max, I'm like, my brain says it's true. But my heart cries out loudly. Lies, lies, (laughs) you know, (laughs) can't do it. So that is why I actually thought we should talk about self-care today. So that it will be a reminder to all the Christianas out there that (laughs) we all need to take a little time for ourselves and smell the roses. 
because when our cup runs dry, we'll have nothing left to give. You're so right, Christiana. And I mean, you have to have something in you to be able to give to others. I mean, didn't we just talk about this during our anniversary podcast? Yeah. It's the same concept, right? Of making a deposit into our health in order to make a withdrawal. And so if you're running on empty, you're going to be tired and frustrated and you're eventually going to burn out. And for your loved ones and your friends and your coworkers that you've been pouring your heart into, they can just start running away from you if you're not taking care of yourself because you'll become impossible to live with. And I guess that's what I'm trying to say when I want to make sure that I have moments for me throughout the day so that the other people around me are not going to suffer because I'm not going to become cranky because I've had, you know, even those micro times for yourself to, you know, just take a breath and to center yourself again. And even if it's just to calm yourself down for a moment, right? Like, I think those those moments you need to try and remember to work into your day. You know, not everyone has the luxury of taking a whole hour or half an hour to work out, but you can, Christiana, <laughs> take a moment for yourself because you do need it, right? As much as you're giving to others, you're, you need some time for you as well. Yeah, I think I'm blessed not to be a grouch. <laughs> That's why I survived all these years. When I'm extremely tired, I'm actually quite giddy. <laughs> so I'm fun to be around. <laughs> Self-care, though, is one of the best gifts you can give to yourself. Yet, it's one of the most difficult things for a lot of us to do. It is all-encompassing. And then includes your mental, physical, social, psychological, and spiritual aspects of your life. So to actually do or, or be kind to yourself and, and take good care of yourself, there are a few things that you have to do. You have to put plans into place, right? You know, develop ways that you can find that time for yourself. However, those plants or whatever you come up with have to be sustainable because if you do it for only one or two weeks, what good is it? Yeah, for so sure. We're going to talk about some of the things that we think uh, people should do or some of the things we should do, especially Christiana should <laughs> do <laughs> to be able to maintain self-care. Yeah, this is, this is a podcast for <laughs> For me, I think the most important thing is self-love. You have to love yourself and you have to know your limits. So yes, I do know my limits and you have to accept yourself for who you are and, um, run your own race, stay on your own lane. Don't, don't compete with anyone else just because the Joneses are going to have their nails done doesn't mean that you have to have your nails done, right? Yeah. So maybe doing nails means you're doing it at home. So whatever it is that works for you or makes you happy is what you should do. Forgive yourself easily and freely. You know, let it pass with the past. Even if you make a mistake, give yourself permission to do it over. And and after all, no one is perfect. 
except Christiana. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what I tell my children, right? This I'm the only perfect person out there. So if you do feel, try, try and try again and never give up on yourself. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you, Christiana. I love the idea of acceptance. I think so many people are, especially with social media, are comparing themselves always to other people, their lives, what they're eating, what, you know, what they're doing with their weekend, their holiday, whatever it is. I like to say I compete with myself. I compete with myself all the time. And I think that's okay. Uh, But I, there's no time and no reason why I should be competing with anybody else. So let's then talk about what kinds of things lead to a healthy lifestyle that is very important and integral to self-care. So healthy eating, Christiana. Today you had chicken soup. Everybody With loads of vegetables. It's good for the soul, right? Absolutely. (laughs) I'm not even lying to you when I'm telling you that today mom and I had a big bowl of salad for lunch. (laughs) With avocados. No. uh, Oh, no. There was no avocados. Salad with mixed greens and cherry tomatoes. And we also had smoked salmon for protein. Mm -hmm. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. It was really great. But yeah, I mean, eating healthy, we've talked about so many times, but it's eating healthy is good for so many things, but it's also really important for self-care. So eating the rainbow of colored fruits and vegetables is a really easy way to get your nutrients and your vitamins. And of course, another one of my favorites is exercise. So, you know, some days I truly just want to sit on the couch and watch TV, but I know that I need to compete with myself to keep myself healthy. And being physically active is truly important for our optimal health. And no matter what you choose to exercise, you should just exercise, move your body, but make sure whatever you choose includes all four categories of exercise. So that would be endurance, strength, balance, and flexibility. It can be hard to include everything in your exercise routine every single day, but find, try and find some time and try to balance out your exercise routines because, you know, we've talked about this before too in our podcast, but you know that exercise boosts our energy, improves our muscle strength and increases blood flow and nutrients to our tissues and promotes mental relaxation. So exercise also is really good for one of your favorites, Christiana, sleep. (laughs) speaking of sleep sherry (laughs) we have talked a lot about the importance of sleep especially with dr odiatu on our sleeping uh, for health episode especially so if any of our listeners haven't heard that we ask you to please cycle back and listen and you never think of sleep the same way Mm-hmm. And yes, Sherry, I do sleep better now. Excellent. The other day, I was going to send you an email. It was midnight. I'm like, I'm holding off on this email <laughs> until the next morning. 
<laughs> we need adequate sleep so we can function more optimally. They say that a sleep-deprived brain is worse than a drunken brain. The brain also detoxifies and regenerates while we sleep, especially between the hours of 11 a.m., 11 p.m. rather, and 2 a.m. That is why it's good to get to bed early, you know, sleep at that time so that your organs can, you know, cleanse and rejuvenate. I know. I have such a hard time, though, with that 11 p.m. start time. Like, that would mean that we actually need to be asleep by 11. And I know you and I both are not ever in bed before 11. (laughs) Yeah, we're not bats, though, so we should be in bed. It's so funny, though. I do remember that particular episode with Dr. Odiatu about giving ourselves the luxury of a good night rest and and that it should be a priority in our self-care. But it's funny, like using the word luxury to describe like a good night's rest may actually not be the best word, I think, to describe the importance of sleep because I think like saying that it's a luxury makes us think that, you know, it's, it should be a special thing. Right. But truly like getting a good night's rest is something that we should do just like eating our fruits and vegetables. Right. Like, so I think that we really need to, and I need to think of this too, as like something that I need to focus on, like a necessity rather than yeah Yeah, I think we've adapted because we live in a a fast-paced world and also while you are in school you have to stay up and study and pull those all-nighters then you come out and then you work and depending on who you work for especially when you are just young out of school those employers really really suck the life out of the young ones right yeah so many projects so that's why you know I think we are now starting as a society to look at sleep as luxury but it's actually a necessity yeah mental health and also to be able to function remember Dr. Odiatu saying that he wouldn't work with people who don't sleep eight hours at least (laughs) I'm thinking his his partnership will be very limited (laughs) so Actually, everyone deserves a little R&R, you know. So how about maybe scheduling a day for pampering, a me day, which you say you do, right? That's something I'll have to work on. It can be a spa day or just a day dedicated to yourself when you do nothing, absolutely nothing except for yourself. Do you know I have those days when I'm really tired, I just can't move. I'm not scheduling anything. I just can't move. I sit there all day in my pajamas. When I get up to shower, I put on another pajamas. I have those days and I'm like, I'm useless to everyone. That's amazing. hmm? That's amazing. Yeah, I guess that's how I rejuvenate because when I, I often tell people though, when your body can't go any further, you know, it crashes. Either you become ill or something, but when the body demands something, you don't want to get to that point where the body is now saying, okay, pay back time, right? That's a very, very scary part. So it's always good. Like when I have those days when I'm not, you know, feeling to move, I just don't push myself. 
Yeah. But I think I need to start scheduling rest between so that I don't actually get to that point where I do nothing. Exactly. I mean, I think it's so funny because I think, yeah, that sounds amazing. Like to have a day where you do absolutely nothing. But the other side of me is like fighting with me going, no, 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 no. You still have to get up. You still have to exercise. You still have to move your body. <laughs> And then you can rest for a little bit, but see, that's how I work. Like I, I really like to schedule my rest and my fun along with everything else I have to do. But you know what I do at the end of those days, what? I get a second, third and fourth win. And then I cook until one or 2 AM. <laughs> and then the kids are like, what's wrong with your mom? Who's going to eat the food? Honestly, if I could just leave, or maybe if there's a, a day that I actually sleep in, like, you know, it's like, wow. At the end of that day, I would have ruined everything that I accomplished because then I'm going to be up doing things late into the night. So I think it's counterproductive what I do. So I definitely have to take a page out of this podcast and actually, you know, you know, set limits for myself. Oh, that's and, a really good you know, yeah. and you know, it could be even just you know reading a book, watching a good movie, or taking a luxurious bath. This is where the luxury comes in. And yeah, just doing anything that brings you joy. It could even be talking on the phone because these days I have people to call, but I don't even have the time, right? So I think, you know, just doing a mid-thing at least once a week will be, you know, very, very productive. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, like another thing that people like to do is maybe journal as, as a way to like de-stress and maybe see things clearly. It helps people reflect and make plans. And, and also the whole idea of like having a gratitude journal where people write down like what they're grateful for each day is a really nice way to start or end a day. And I've been um, actually reading a book recently, actually right now I'm reading this book about our brain And it actually says that when you look for good and positive in things, it actually makes you positive. So like just so with the idea of a gratitude journal, just to think about each day or starting each morning with a list of three things that you were grateful for from the day before can already start your day happier than, you know, anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I thought that's, that's pretty amazing. Like the power of our brain and making it think positively. Like, I think that's amazing. And it's such a simple thing that you can do, right? You don't have to write it down, but maybe to acknowledge it, to say it out loud, whatever it is that you want to do. I think it's a great way of being even more positive than you already are, Christiana. Yes. Absolutely. But like I said at the beginning of this talk, I said that, you know, actually doing something for yourself and not being consistent is not really effective. Mm-hmm. See, that gratitude journal is something that Oprah Winfrey started long ago on her show. Okay. And I, I, I think at the time I tried to practice it, but I'm not consistent. I, I'm the type of person that don't, don't really need a journal. I see a lot of things to be grateful for. I guess that's why my, I'm really positive and I, people can still live around me even when I'm tired. 
<laughs> so another thing also is meditation. You know, yeah. just quieting that brain. A lot of us say we cannot meditate because while they are telling you, I know you're seeing this, whatever, your mind is darting here and there. And, yeah. But someone, I think I said this in one of the, the, the episodes that there was a lady who actually got me to that point where my mind was still. I, you know, I, I, I never did continue with her. So just try, you know, and and you don't have to have a whole big meditation thing going or whatever. Just <laughs> be your mind focused <laughs> on one happy thing. You could even be thinking of a, a past vacation, thinking or of a very happy in your life, pattern. Or a piece of chocolate cake. Yes, like sherry and ice cream, ice cream and chocolate cake. You know, just, you know, daydreaming about that and just helping to quiet your mind a little bit. It's very helpful and it helps to improve mental and emotional health as well as increases our focus and productivity. So if you can just take time and if it's not something, I mean, there are so many videos on YouTube that you can, you know, watch to learn to meditate. It's really a very powerful self-care tool. Yeah, I think, well, there's videos on YouTube and there's lots of apps that you can download for your phone as well to help you through a guided meditation. But I think meditation and prayer are very similar as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people pray rather than meditate. And when you do that on a regular basis, it really has the same type of effect on you. But as far as meditation goes, we're totally going to do a podcast episode on meditation and prayer. And I'm going to have, yeah, and I'm going to have my friend Swati come back to join us. Yeah, so, I saw her last Wednesday. It was great. Yeah, yeah. She survived the yoga. It was beautiful, <laughs> and the sunset was so so beautiful. So. Wasn't it gorgeous? Yeah. It was. Yeah. The location was beautiful. Yeah. So yoga is another form of self-care. You know, just taking the time to go out there, you mm-hmm. know, out of your usual environment. You know who was so good um, at self-care was my uh, late husband. Like, he, what he used to do, when he's not working, he would drive my car because his car, he said, made him tense because it was work-related because He's a builder and, you know, land developer. So he drove all over town, Mississauga to Burlington, to Newmarket, to wherever. So he always felt like he was working when he drove in his car. So he would use my car on weekends. And also he always made sure that we we go away, even if just for a weekend. He said that change of scenery helped him a lot, yeah. you know. So even when we can't get out because he's so busy, We'll leave the house and go 10 minutes down the road to the Hilton. It used yeah. to be the embassy and spend yeah. the weekend there. So I, I'm ju- just as we're talking, it just hit me that that was self-care for him. Yeah. And he had it pad down, you know. Yeah. I wish I could take a page out of his book, you know, but. How, like he was so effective in his job and in his life that, you didn't even realize he was practicing self-care. I didn't. I just now occurred to me. That's amazing. So you can do it too. Like it's funny because people say all the time how busy they are. And we have become a culture of busy people. Mm -hmm. And, um, And, you know, it, and it sounds 
it sounds like it is a luxury to take care of yourself, but it should not be. It shouldn't be that way, right? We should accept that we everybody needs that time for themselves, right? Um, Whatever it is that you need to do to to make yourself stronger within yourself, right? To to make yourself feel relaxed, to make yourself feel better. And you know, I think also now I'm thinking back, I was never even good at it then because especially in the summertime when they would tell me to take time off, I'm like, no, I can't. I have to be at work. <laughs> so yeah, and the kids have been saying, no, go, go, go to the US, go see Chris, you know, go do this. Go. I'm like, no, I'm busy. I have, I can't go anywhere. There's COVID out there. So, you know, I think I, I need to start giving myself permission to do something in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, I think I should do something. There you go. Excellent. Thank you. So (laughs) as we've been discussing, self-care cannot be overemphasized. It's actually very near and dear to my heart because I often, this is me now. (laughs) This is funny. Family caregivers (laughs) (laughs) that come across my path every day to remember to care for self, right? You know, do I say, say not as I do kind of thing? Because yeah. usually they're at a breaking point because caring for someone with dementia is no work in the park. A lot of caregivers also are in that sandwich generation where they care for older parents and a younger family. Yeah. And so it's like no way out. But again, in spite of all that, it's very, very important because that's why end of people end up, you know, burnt out. So it is so important to reflect and just, you know, try really hard. And because like I've owned up to the gaps in my own self that I am not one of those people that puts on my oxygen mask. You know, I just want to grab it for everyone else. So I have to, you know, sort of slow down and see ways. Like it doesn't have to be a lot of things, just, you know, even if it's half a day on a weekend, you know, yeah, to do something and do nothing, that would be great. So it's a work in progress. I'm definitely, because that's why I enjoy this podcast. It sort of put me (laughs) on the the hot seat, right? Every time. (laughs) Yeah, we have a long list of things, Christiana. There's a lot of things that we need to do. But before we move any further, I want you to commit in the next two weeks to do something for yourself for your self-care. You don't have to share with everybody what you're going to do, but I would really like you to commit to it. And I'm going to remember to ask you at the, at the beginning of our next podcast. Okay. And I'll let you know, because I am working on some things. I've actually been talking to my daughter about, you know, starting to go to bed earlier you know they say early to bed early to rise makes a woman or man I've included a woman healthy worthy and wise Uh actually used to be healthy worthy and dead or something (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> bad debt, you know, so it's a rhyme. Okay. And <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so like hearing these things being spoken out loudly actually resonates with me. And we've talked about so many topics about how to keep forever young. And I hope that our listeners and also for myself and that we actually take it to heart because, you know, sharing, they say, is caring. So we share these topics because not because we just want to help people out there, but because we want to help ourselves as well. And so I sort of try to adapt to some of the things that we talk about. So I guess they say you find healing in giving. Mm -hmm. This could be completely made up. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, I think it sounds good, but I don't think I've heard that before. (laughs) I That's something like that. I mean, the essence is definitely something I've heard before. Maybe not these words. Yeah. So for me, that is what comes to mind because in sharing, we are receiving as well, right? You know how they say it's more blessed to give than to receive, but actually we are giving, we are sharing, and we're actually receiving because along the way, we are learning different things, right? So that is the importance of this um, whole podcast about being forever young. And so I hope that, you know, everyone that will listen to this podcast, we take something away about caring for self. Because if you don't, you know, again, going back to, you have to make a deposit before you can withdraw. So if you don't deposit into your own self-care, into your health bank, into your mental relaxation bank, into your physical, you know, health bank and so forth, all the different banks, emotional, psychological, spiritual, otherwise, you're not going to have anything to withdraw. And eventually you become impossible to live with, right? And people will be running away from you. (laughs) You I never get to that point. No, that'll be bad. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be mindful now of actually taking time to, you know, a me time. I think what it is, is that guilt where you think like, you know, you're being selfish, but I don't think trying to replenish your own cup, I don't think it's selfish. No. It's when you don't give. Like I read something on Facebook yesterday, I thought it was very interesting and I shared it with my family and some friends. It was this story about this professor who had a group of uh, about 200 students and gave them balloons, asked them to blow these balloons up and write their names on the balloons. Then he mixed the balloons all up and then asked them to find their balloons. They couldn't. No one could actually find them. (laughs) Then he asked people to pick up a balloon and find the owner, right? And within a short time, everyone had their balloons. And he said that that is happiness, right? You, you you have to share. So mm. that is what it is, right? So we are sharing happiness in order to be happy ourselves. Yeah. So on that note, okay. It's a fun discussion. I'm Christiana Eggy. And I'm Sherry Marichu. See you next time on Forever Young. 
until then, keep smiling because you're never too old to become younger. The Forever Young Podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggy and Sherry Marie Chu. And it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at ourforeveryoungpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Our Forever Young Podcast. Thank you for listening.